0: Hey, what's up, and welcome back to the Caller Blessed Podcast. My name is Rebecca Marrier, and I am your hostess. I wanted to come on here today and talk about something that I heard just last night that really struck me, Um, and just kind of this area that it really brought me to that I feel like the Holy Spirit's been really highlighting, and it's something that I've been wanting to talk about but haven't really known how to, Uh, and I feel like this has finally just brought some clarity to that for me. I've been going to this parish mission all week uh, with my family, with my brother, my dad, and my husband. Um, My mom's away currently. She is abroad, and she is living her best life. But we went to this parish mission, and on the very last night of the mission, the priest said something that really struck me. He said that as a society, as a world, we seem to have lost one of the essential gifts of the Spirit, We seem to have forgotten about it, to have cast it aside, and he identified it as the fear of the Lord. And this really struck me, and he explained, obviously, that fear of the Lord isn't a petrified fear, but it's fear understanding that he is this awesome being that has created us, and we hope one day... That he is also the being that receives us at the end of our lives, um, but just knowing the ultimate power that God has, the ultimate goodness, and that, you know, when when brought up to that, we are we're nothing in the face of God, and it's good to remember that. It's good to remember that we are we are only creatures, and that God is our Creator. And this reminded me of something that I've been seeing a lot recently, and it's this trend that I don't love and I won't even say that. I I don't even like it. I I don't love it. I don't like it. Um and it's these Christian and Catholic pages that I follow that are typically very good uh putting out content talking about toxic purity culture, toxic modesty culture. Um and hold on before you go freaking out or maybe maybe you'll still freak out. I don't know. Uh but hang in there. And let me explain a little bit about this, why I don't like this, why I don't think that this is a good thing. I think the intention of this is good. So for those of you who don't know, toxic purity culture um, or toxic modesty culture, people will talk about how they were shamed growing up for what they were wearing. They were told not to wear certain things to cover up their bodies, you know, for fear of lust or fear of sin. Um, And because of this, people have... Uh, come to a wrong understanding of their body, they can't see it as good, they struggle because of this. And I think all of that I can see being very true because I am a cradle Catholic. I've grown up Catholic my entire life. I I got lost a couple times looking for the truth and and exploring a little bit and, you know, just being stupid. But that being said, I mean, I'm somebody who is raised going to daily mass, praying the rosary with my family, praying the divine mercy chaplet, having devotions, having faith generally brought up in the family every single day. And tied in with this was also a expectation on me for modesty. And this came from my parents, this came from the school that I went to, and it was it was very constant. And as a teenage girl and as, you know, a young adolescent, developing, maturing Growing up into a young woman, I didn't like this, you know, I really, really actually hated it because summertime would roll around and for some reason, everybody just wants to be naked in front of everyone and I wanted to be like everyone else. I wanted to be like my friends. I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be, you know, the weird girl wearing, you know, snowsuit on the beach Uh, And to me, you know, it felt embarrassing. It just, it was hard, it was hard at that time because I didn't understand it. And years later, when, you know, I was much older and going through a time of questioning and a time of difficulty in my faith, this was a time where I also challenged the rules of modesty a little bit and, and really pushed back on that and just said, you know what, I'm going to wear whatever I want. However, I feel everybody else is doing it. Why is it a big deal if I also do it? And I will say for a little while, I thought that this was super empowering and it felt good to just fit in, to just be like everybody else for a little bit. And I really enjoyed it. And it was this slow sinking feeling that I started to get in my gut because At this time, I mean, I'm going out, partying, you know, enjoying myself in different ways. Um, And with that lifestyle, with sin, as we know, when we participate in sin, um, we become dulled. But our conscience, if we have a sensitive conscience, if we've formed it correctly, our conscience will not be happy with that. Uh, So I notice my conscience starting to come up a lot. In so many different areas, just challenging me, um, giving me a sense of like not feeling settled and really not feeling super important or or beautiful or, you know, like there was anything different about me. I felt like I had molded myself into a copy, something that I had seen that wasn't coming from my heart, but this was something that I, I wanted to fit And so I had formed myself according to this this thing that I worshipped, this ideal of beautiful or pretty or cool or fashionable, stylish, and somehow pushing down my respect for others, my want to... Respect other people's souls, my want to nurture the souls of those around me and not endanger them. And now that kind of thinking might not be for you. Maybe you're not at a point yet where you even think to care about someone else's soul. But remember, this is something that I have been raised to do. This is something that I know is right. That the first thing that Cain says after he kills his brother and God asks him, you know, where is Abel? Where's your brother? And he says, am I my brother's keeper? And we know in the end that yes, we are our brother's keeper. And now I understand the, the counter argument. Yes. Yes. People should get their lust under control. Yes. That would be great. That is great. Good for them. And no, we shouldn't be hyper fixated on, I must be, you know, perfect all the time so that no one ever sins because of some... Little movement I make or something that might just be a little off. No, like we're not meant to live in fear, but we are meant to live with others. And we're meant to live with others in peace and harmony and holiness. And that is hard when what we do is bringing out the worst in others. And we continue to still do that anyway. That's the opposite of love. It's It's against charity. And this is something that started to bother me until... It got to a point where I had to surrender and I had to say, okay, I'm not happy with this. You know, part of me is happy with it. The really, like the selfish part of me is really happy with it. Um, But the part of me that desires holiness, that desires goodness in this world, and that desires to live a virtuous life, that desires to live according to God's invitation and God's creation of my heart and my soul... You know, like this is big, it was, it was a big movement of my heart. And so what I think the danger is when I see these articles of, you know, do whatever you want, like it's up to other people to control their lust. It's up to other people to avert their eyes. If you're dressed in a way that, you know, is tempting to them. And I think it just takes the responsibility off of us to be virtuous, that we forget That we're called to be saints. You know, We there are two options in life. To be with God or to be against God. And if we are with God, and what does Jesus say? You know, that those who know me and those who love me follow my commandments. You know, like we are called to a certain way of life. We are called to live in a way that encourages others to be holy. And that encourages us to be holy. But also... I think what these articles are doing is it's putting the focus on the wrong thing. And I've been very hesitant up until this point to speak on modesty or anything like that because I know it's such a hot button topic, but I think the danger that we fall into is that we forget that modesty isn't just about respecting other people. Modesty is about the kind of person That we will become. It is about who we are allowing ourselves to be formed into. Are we being formed into the image of God? Who's the image of chastity, of holiness, of purity? Or are we allowing ourselves to diverge from that? And therefore lose happiness, lose joy in this life. And chase after these shadows of what we think might be joy. What we think is beauty or fulfillment. And I think we get really lost. So when I say, be modest, be chaste, be pure, it's because in the Beatitudes we're promised that only the pure in heart will see God. And do we want to take that away from ourselves just because we want to feel a sense of, I can do whatever I want. Do we want to be our own God so badly that we will deny ourselves the right to see our God? Or do we want to strive for that purity of heart, mind, and body? And you might say, okay, well, I am pure in my heart and my mind. Why does my body have anything to do with it? Why does it matter what I wear if my heart is really close to God? And I would say this, that we are created body and soul, and both are called to worship God and both are called to submit to God and if you don't like this then you can join the club of many other people who don't like it you won't be the only one you have plenty of you know people to talk to about this you can unfollow the podcast or whatever but i'm just i'm saying this because i want you to be happy i want your life to be good i want you to follow christ i want you to pursue christ in a way that you've never done before and that includes submitting our body our mind and our spirit to him in ways that maybe we don't want to. Because trust me, there have been many times in my life where this is the last way that I want to submit to God because I love fashion and I love looking cute. And when I go to the gym, I love, you know, feeling fit and wearing clothes that show how fit I am or have been. You know, I'm not not saying we're there now, but we've been there. But really, I mean, this is important. I'm saying this because I love you. I'm saying this because more importantly... God loves you, and he wants you, and he wants you to see him, and I want you to see him. And, yeah, that's all. That's what I got. Anyway, let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, we love you so much, and I pray for the person on the other end of this podcast who might be struggling um, in any way, struggling against you, struggling against total surrender to your will for their lives and your plan for them. And I pray that you give them peace and that you just cover them in so much love. You remind them how good they are, how good you've created them to be, body, mind, soul, and spirit, that you've created them only for goodness, only for love, only for every good thing that this world has to offer. And I pray that you give us that purity of heart and of mind and of body that allows us to see you. We love you so much, Jesus. We ask all of this in your name and through your blessed mother. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you at the next podcast.